welcome to What's Your Deal. I'm Ariana Lenarski. This is the podcast where we read tarot for special guests to find out where they've been and where they're going. With me today, I have the lovely and talented Karen Gilgarrett. Hello. Hello, Karen. I'm so excited to be here. I am so excited to have you. I have so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> I have all the answers. Oh, thank God. Yeah, Finally, right? some of the answers. <laughs> Not on me all the time. Um, so I think if you, we'll just jump right in. I think you are somebody who explores darkness often mm -hmm. enjoyably so yeah very much with a smile on your face yeah. or at least a wink <laughs> yeah um and so i'm curious what your past has been with tarot and like witchcraft and all these kinds of things i mean there i've always had a serious interest um you know i think being raised catholic you get a lot of like you know it's gossiped about badly or it's mm -hmm. kind of there's a um you know you get a little bit of that like it's the devil right. um messaging this is like irish catholic irish right? catholic okay. old school but then at the same time you know i think deep down most irish people are you know really pagans yeah. they're they're um they're all about the earth and the messaging and you know who's going to tell you what and paying attention my grandfather actually um, he left Ireland when he was, I think, 14. And he, uh, my sister says he, she remembers very clearly him talking to her and my other cousins about fairies wow. in, like, in and around the house he grew up in as if that was, he wasn't trying to convince them of anything. It was like, mm -hmm. it was just, they're there, it's real. So I think as much as their religion is a big part of it and kind of tries to say like, this might be a no-no, no, it's not true, really. I think like what's <laughs> secretly going on is the opposite. Um, so I think when I was like in college um, is when I started to be more around people who are like, I'll read your tarot cards or wow. whatever. Where'd you go to college? Well, I went for a year and a half to Sacramento State okay. um, in our state's great capital, flunked out. <laughs> um, but then we're just more interested in like, I like the kind of people who would carry tarot cards around with them or like the the kind of psychic eye bookstores, whatever the actual name was in different cities. Like I like the vibe of that, which is, um, are you feeling lost? Mm. Maybe this is a weird, interesting way to get advice, whether it's like a horoscope thing or whatever it is, like kind of divining answers or trying to look somewhere else to see what you're not seeing, mm -hmm. basically. That's always interested mm -hmm. me, I think. And you're still doing, you still, do it pretty regularly. I do is <laughs> confess to you right away that uh, I'm a big uh, a big fan of the website tarot.com, where it's you literally just go on there and can pick any kind of reading, um, and it's always that kind of thing of like, who should I like, and if I mm. like somebody, is that the person? And it's uh, you know the answers are usually very vague, and you can interpret them kind of however you want. Mm -hmm. Um, but do they every, give little info? Yeah, they do. Okay. So it's it is a total interpretation, and they try to make it so if you're say it's a Celtic cross love reading or something, there'll always be like a little thing at the end of the sentence of you or your potential loved one. You know what <laughs> I mean? So they right. open it up a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, but I think for me, that's more of like you know whatever card comes up, it's like reminding you like you have this inside of you you have this potential you sometimes this might happen don't be don't think this way all the time mm -hmm. um so i just think it's like good just kind of advice mm -hmm. just to consult every once yeah. in a while and you kind of connecting with yourself at the end of the day yeah. i mean i guess they call it your higher self a lot of times they refer to it like right. that 
Um, but it's kind of amazing how much we know. Yes. Deep down. Yeah. Uh, like you're tapping into the eye that's that you're maybe don't look through all the time. But yes. That's looking for you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, things will come through and then I'll be like, you know, you see a truth in it. And then it's kind of like, oh, I have to do this again because, you know, <laughs> it's it gets me. It knows what I yeah, need. Or it's whatever. too good. Yeah. Uh, I think that's what I like most about witchcraft. It's like too good to look away. Yeah. Like, I think <laughs> yes. there's just something like I get why there's temptation it's said as temptation within religions and stuff like that because it is tempting. It's yes. like it's magic. It's like and it's personal. So yeah. it's like I feel like religion is this general what the masses need to do to be better people. Mm. But with stuff like this, reading tarot cards or getting really into astrology, it's just kind of like saying, "Here's what you're like." So don't forget, like if I'm a Taurus, which means I'm homebody. So make sure you go out sometimes or whatever. Which is like. <laughs> Everybody does that. It right. could apply to everybody. But yes, there are times where it applies so perfectly that you're like, I don't know. I think I want to pay attention to this a little bit. You know, it's yeah. fun. Uh, my friend and I just went out to Joshua Tree into the desert. Mm. Have you? You nodded very knowingly. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so weird out there. It's really weird. It's, like the air is different. The air is different. Everyone fits the part. Like walking around, you see a man like with a full beard, like down <laughs> to his belly button. And he's like has his art display of all the beers he's ever drank <laughs> with like the bottle caps, like in a creating a UFO that he saw. Yes. Like everything is or just like a woman walking down the street, like with like a full goat on a leash or something <laughs> like that. It's like every single person is really... And the goat uh, has the touched. same beard as the man. Exactly. And it's like, that's that guy. That's him. Uh, so we, there was like this full moon on Friday the 13th, mm-hmm. right? Recently. Full harvest moon. The full harvest moon. Sure. You're well aware. Uh, and so we were like, okay, let's go out to the desert and like try to talk to aliens and Ooh. like see if we get anything coming through. And so we got this Airbnb and went in the backyard where they had like a, you know, a stone, um, uh, I don't know what you'd call it, a fire pit to light a fire and yeah. we like dance around the fire. And got stoned and then tried to talk to aliens. <laughs> and uh, we tried to figure out if it was possible to time travel. We tried to see if we could get anything coming through. Yeah. Like, to time travel. <laughs> what they say? <laughs> what they said was, <laughs> actually, you might be really interested in this. So basically, if when I try to sit or channel, I actually try to sing. I try to, like, uh, like uh, focus on... You know how you feel things when you sing? Like you have a feeling and then yes. you can like sing it. You're yes. a singer, you know. Uh, so I was trying to do that and we asked like, you know, how can we learn about time travel or something like that? And the response that I got that I was like trying to sing sing out uh, whatever I was feeling was art. It said art and then it said voices from the past. And so we both, me and my friend Amanda, we were like, Hmm, what could that mean? And uh, she said, you know, and I don't know if you've heard this woman. I hope that you either have or haven't. I don't know. I'd love to break the news to you. There's this woman <laughs> named, have you ever heard of Hilma Off Clint? No. Oh, I'm so excited you get to, to tell you, you get about to break this. it through. <laughs> okay. So she was born in the 1860s and she is kind of the pioneer of abstract art. And this was like before Kadinsky, like before all the men. And she created these paintings that she said she was channeling. She was a spiritualist. She Mm. was a medium. Her daughter, not her daughter, her sister died when she was like 18. And after that, she got very interested in like the occult mediumship. She started to meet with these other friends of hers 
um, they called themselves the five and they would sit in like channel. And she started to paint these paintings that she said were coming from uh, like higher beings. And um, she showed them to other, you know, like her mentor. And he said, no one should see these for like a hundred years. Like, I don't think you should show these. Wow. And so she was really discouraged. And so she painted like 1200 paintings and hid them all and said and wrote in her will don't show these to anyone until 20 years after i've died so she died in like the in the 1940s or something like that and when they revealed them people didn't like quite know what to do with them because they didn't know the occult was very like people didn't want to talk about it but now it's they've just they just did it at the guggenheim and people are losing their fucking minds like every single person is like this is like the most amazing thing we've ever seen in our lives and this is um like i can't believe she did this in the 1830s or whatever the 1930s and all the stuff the guggenheim is like it's the biggest exhibition they ever had they had to extend their hours because so many people are coming it's like selling out and they're saying that women are going uh to the exhibition um very you know very like calm women pushing the stroller or whatever it's like very chic to go to the museums and that they're just weeping while they're looking at these paintings And that it's called Paintings for the Future. So it's like she made them for women now. Oh, no. <laughs> now you're going to make me cry. I love it. But I also, it's like, what? I mean, I get somebody going, don't show this to anybody. Uh-huh. I feel like that's something that happens. Right. Pro- women artists all yes. the time. Yeah. And there's, I wonder if you, I retweet every once in a while. Um, there's a Twitter feed that's women in art. And was that woman from Scotland? She's from Sweden. From Sweden. Okay. Because um, oh, so There's much of the time else. they they have these women are like all of her work was attributed to a man all of mm. her work was yeah. attributed to her husband like the early um, or I guess 1800s or turn of the century women in art that just kind of couldn't get any credit I mean not even then like back in the Renaissance time too so that's beautiful yeah uh, that's incredible it's it's amazing. And it also seems as though they're messages for us. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what seems exciting. It's like she was like, these are for the people in the future for them to understand like what we what we and that's, knew back then. that is they're happening right now. now. Yeah. Oh, so we God. can look at them now. And oh, my God. That's <laughs> amazing. Messages. But it also kind of bummed me out because um, kind of what you're talking about, like, I think for men at that time, like Kadinsky was like a lawyer. And he knew how to sell himself and was like, I'm a genius. Like, here's my stuff. And she was more scared and humble and she wasn't sure. Right. She took like a longer time to like see if she should do that kind of shit. Well, and also it's really art. That's the hardest thing to expose. Yeah. It's so vulnerable and it's so personal. And it's basically like barfing something up on a plate and being like, I think this is beautiful to you. And if you're if you don't have any, you know, agency, I guess, anyway, how are you going to do the thing that's like, you have to be very brave to do yeah. it. Also, the other person has to kind of want to connect with you. Yeah. Which I think this is an experimental idea. I think maybe men are trained out of not doing that. Not like connecting. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a vulnerability. Well, because they're not allowed to have feelings. So, <laughs> yeah. So it's better to, you know, to put things away and sever and not connect. Yeah. yeah it makes sense. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah, that's really cool. That's I want to show story. them. I want to show them to you. Well, yeah. I just I'm curious if when you see them, if you'll be like, I get it. Like, this is a message for this is the time. This is how we time travel. Like, we'll yes. look at these paintings and 
make- Ooh, I get it. And that's mm-hmm. basically like, yes, what you were kind of connecting to. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Like through art some way. I don't know. Perhaps. Makes sense. Did you ever see that episode of like one of the new Doctor Who's where um, they bring Vincent Van Gogh to uh, like the London, you know, whatever major London museum to show how many people come and see his art? And he's just standing there like blown away. It gets me, like it gets me every time I think about it, that idea that he is like one of the most recognizable, well-known, beloved artists and he died penniless, insane, thinking that everybody thought he was insane, thinking he was a bad person, thinking he was untalented. And he fills museums all over the world. I'm I'm not sure what we're supposed to do with that shit. Right. Like, are we just supposed to accept that 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 happened to him? I guess we have to. I mean, there's we don't have a choice with that part. But it is that thing of like, yeah. It's just how art works, I think. Yeah. It's kind of a, it's good and a bummer at the same time, too, that you're like, well, I have to kind of do what I feel I should do, even if no one around me thinks it's a good idea, because you just never know. Like, you'll never know. Because who the fuck's around you? Like, yeah, yeah, you can't be connected to the results. If you're yeah. results-based you will start making things for the wrong reasons mm-hmm. instead of like, yeah, listening to the voice. Very interesting. It's true. <laughs> um, do you feel as though you've ever channeled anyone? Mm-hmm. Have you ever tried medium? Do you, have you ever gone to a medium or anything like that? No. Every time I have um, gone like to a psychic, I, you know, half an hour psychic, whatever, it's... I've never had it click or connect. But one time on a cruise ship, <laughs> I was getting a manicure with my sister. And this, um, I can't remember if she was Scottish or Irish herself, but she was giving me a manicure. And as she was doing it, she goes, you're psychic, aren't you? And I was like, well, of course, of course, everyone thinks they kind of are where it's like, I knew the phone was going to ring. Right, like, right. But and she she goes, you have the hands whoa what does that mean and then she was like my mom is and like she basically explained to why she and then what she say i must know it, do you remember what she said it about was your basically hands? that where okay. and, and she and i was i felt insecure about it because mm-hmm. i was like well i can't prove i am or whatever but i i know that i have very loud voices inside of me that tell me what to do okay <laughs> right <laughs> i mean like I, I have instincts or i don't know what they are i've never mm-hmm defined it but it's kind of like and I could just be old parent voices or my sister's wisdom or who knows but yeah Mm. the things where I kind of go and I also here's how I would say I know that there is something going on because all of my life I've had very clear and vivid dreams that I remember like remember every detail of and and then like you know three to eight years later it will happen in front of me and not not every single dream, obviously, mm-hmm. but the ones that really stay with me were, and it's very usually very um, not 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 much going on. Mm-hmm. But then suddenly it'll be playing out ahead of me, and that's how I know that no, even if I'm fucking up and have no money in the bank and I'm a failure, I'm still on the right track. Mm-hmm. And like basically have used those or made up in my head that those were guideposts of like this is where I'm supposed to be right now because. Like, basically, this is where my brain told me I would be. And Mm -hmm. so I'm at least on the right path. Mm -hmm. So that's, I mean, there's little things like that that are kind of hard to explain. And you would have to kind of, you just have to trust me to know that I'm not, um, 
you know, trying to be interesting. <laughs> but it is, you know, I've I never it, heard that slant before <laughs> that people like I hear that people try to scam or like, but never just like to be interesting. Aren't I fascinating? <laughs> I have dreams, unlike everyone else. Yeah. Well, that is kind of what's weird is that every single person dreams, yet there's like a total disconnect about like people are like, yeah, dreams don't matter, whatever. It's like, what are you fucking talking about? Right. Like, even the most unimaginative, like, stick in the mud dude on Wall Street is going to have some kind of, like, amazing, fascinating dream. Amazing dreams. And it's your subconscious, like we were saying earlier. It's the part of yourself that hasn't applied any of, like, society's rules to it, where it's just like, here's what you saw today, and here's what I'm going to make a little movie mm-hmm. of. Watch this. Like, mm-hmm. reprocess this your life experience in this other way. Which I think is really fascinating where like you wake up. I think you tweeted this recently (laughs) when you wake up and you no, it wasn't you. You wake up and you have a crush on someone because you dreamed about them. Mm, I hate when that happens. It happens to me a lot where I'm like, now I really have to consider this person. Is that true? I get so worried when that kind of stuff happens (laughs) or I'm like, am I projecting what I uh, I could I want to talk more about that. But I want to, because we have to take a break in a second, but I want to ask you, okay, do you want to develop your psychic abilities? (laughs) Yes. I mean, I guess so. Because, but not in the way. I guess if I have to. (laughs) You make me. (laughs) Because if I have to be like a hero, I'm like. You know what it is? (laughs) I just want the right voices to be dictating my life oh, I think okay so you want to know what to listen to yeah and so I think okay. in that way yes like because you know those like you get the um like quick cards or it's like would you rather be able to be invisible or read uh-huh. people's thoughts oh uh-huh. like I don't want to know what other people are th- I don't it's not like a power thing as much as it is you know life can be very confusing and kind of um you who to trust and mm-hmm. who to what you know who's telling you the truth you want to know who's telling you the truth and why are you magnetized towards certain people that then later on you go that's the worst person ever Uh what was i doing things like that where you're like i want to trust myself and my instincts i guess that's what i would want to develop it for it it would be like self-knowledge if i'm doing the best thing for myself yes yes not the worst thing which is i've spent a lot of my life intentionally (laughs) doing the worst thing for myself possible Relatable. (laughs) Okay, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to read the tarot of Karen Kilgariff. Welcome back. We are about to read the tarot for Karen Kilgariff. Karen, I'd like you to shuffle these cards and talk to me about anything that you might want guidance about that you've been thinking about. I think the thing that I think about the most these days is relationships um because i i feel like other things in my life are very nice right now and that's the one area that i um i i wish i was braver about i think because it you know i don't know living in los angeles and like wanting to um meet a person my age uh, I just meet someone that's actually compatible and not does the same job as me, which is, I think, the thing I've always picked before. Because obviously, sense of humor is very important to me. But then it's like, but that doesn't mean 
dating comedians is good mm-hmm. for me. Um, so like that along that line. Yeah. So I think basically like relationship wisdom and and advice that would help me like do things that would get me to a place where I'm open because mm-hmm. I think I'm I can be very open in some ways and really close down mm-hmm. entirely in other ways. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Really get it. Okay. With your left hand, I'm going to have you cut the deck into three separate piles. Right. Also, with that same hand, go ahead and put them back together in any order that you choose. <clears throat> okay, I'm just going to say a brief prayer over these cards. So we're going to pull a little Celtic cross. We've got the Page of Pentacles. We've got the Tower. Interesting combination. Mm-hmm. Annalise, I'm going to move this for a second. Okay. The High Priestess is coming out to play. The Emperor, of course. Eight of Wands. The Sun. Mm-hmm. The Queen of Swords, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> the Moon reversed, and the Two of Swords, which I actually pulled later today, and the Reverse Devil. Amazing. Okay, so pretty, pretty straightforward spread, actually here. Mm. I think. Okay, so at the heart of the matter is the Page of Pentacles, which is about trust. Like that is obviously, I mean, of course. Duh. <laughs> it's yeah. like, you know, the key to relationships, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, and he, he's really great. He, um, little pages never have any baggage, which is like kind of hard to believe. Yeah. Is it say miraculous? <laughs> <laughs> they are little miracles. It's very childlike energy where they just, you know, to them, nothing's gone wrong yet. And pentacles does represent the real world. So it usually does represent money or your job or, you know, stuff that you can touch and feel or your health Um, and the only concept that it really clicks into is trust which is needed for any foundation essentially so it's really sweet actually to see him here to me he always is like the very first brick being laid down and you know you're with someone and you're like starting to plant your garden it's like the first (laughs) little first little seed nicely in the soil Um, and it's crossed with the tower which is like you know, have you, have you ever seen him before? Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm sure you have. It's a little scared uh, of him. <laughs> the tower, I mean, it is intense. It um, shows a very tall <laughs> tower on fire with uh, that's getting hit with a lightning bolt and two figures are falling from the windows to, we can only assume, their deaths. Um, so this is usually what you see when the old structures are being shattered within you. Like, oh. I mean, it can be, uh, the, it's a major arcana, so it does affect all the people in your life as well essentially which makes sense for all like going through this reckoning with from you know from the top of the from you know internationally down to every single individual person is going through this like intense transformation trying to figure out like what the fuck's going on and how do i live a life that's not gonna like destroy me and my all my future generations like what are we doing um so it's really sweet because uh, but for you personally i think it's it's having to you're you're in a time in your life where a lot of old stuff is being crumbling you know for the better yeah oh like old defense mechanisms old feelings of what of old stories that you had to tell yourself to protect yourself you know all that kind of stuff that is talked about in therapy all the time you know (laughs) yeah um but what's really sweet is that 
it looks like it's really nice. There's already for the page to be beneath the tower to be beneath the tower shows that there's already been this first step laid down. So you actually are really already walking. You know what I mean? Like you're already walking a path that's going to help you trust other people. Yeah. You're already starting to get there. It's new. It is fresh. But um, as stuff is still crumbling down, it's good to know you've already made the first step. Nice. So it looks like part of what's at the heart of the matter here is believing that um, things are still going to be crumbling even as you interact with new people. Like that's going to be a part of everything falling down too. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be fully vulnerable in order to connect with somebody. Like it can be this process. That's great news. (laughs) You do not have to put it all out there. Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of relate because I sometimes feel that way too where I'm like, I got to be like 100% heart open or I'm going to fuck it up and like, you know what I mean? But it's like not it's that's it's that's too extreme it's it's some it's more pace it's the pacing <laughs> i mean because like, i do i think i judge myself in that way where you know being uh doing stand-up for so long and being mm-hmm. a big drinker where i just was kind of like out to in left field for so long that i had this thing of like oh there's these things i can't do yeah. whereas like everyone can do it you just have to work on it and yeah you know, basically want it to be different, yeah. essentially. So. Yes. It's like um, my friend Duke said this to me the other day. It's like exercising the heart, basically. Mm-hmm. And your heart doesn't have, like, muscles, like, the first time you go out and, like, try to <laughs> love someone. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lame loser heart. <laughs> uh, so in the past position is the emperor. Not surprised to see him. He is the ultimate, like, structure-oriented he he is a stereotypical father figure kind of very authoritarian focused he he's very comfortable in um with in a position of authority very fo- very into control um <clears throat> he's not a bad dude but he's not <laughs> he's not open to like chaos right. in a way even though it sounds like maybe you were pursuing chaos it was like somehow in the spirit of control at the same time <laughs> yes for sure do you know what i mean yes i do so and i the emperor when he comes up for romance and this is in the past position so this is sort of you know this is stuff that's been fading from your life there is this need to deeply control situations in you know romantic situations one way or the other either being super chaotic or just being like I have not just boundaries, but walls. And if I sense even one small uh, red flag or whatever it is, I'm like shutting down. There's literally no way to get in. I'm proud of that. Like, I'm I'm proud. How dare you speak my truth this way? (laughs) Yeah. Like, it's a. It's only because I relate. It's it's so 90s. It's very much like. It's so 90s. You can't get in there. And that's, that's my so great victory. Funny. I'm off by myself, and that's my. I can't wait to fester alone behind <laughs> my wall. Yep. I love my walls. <laughs> you and it's so funny too. I think Melissa Broder has some tweet. She's like, "If you're very nice to me, I'll let you kiss my wall." Like it's like that <laughs> sort of like <laughs> yes. <laughs> Whatever. Anyways, the '90s are behind us. Thank God. Thank God. Honestly, I mean they were fun while we were in them, but not anymore. No. So. It's more fun now. It really is. It's more fun to be able to fail and say sorry. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. Uh, It's it's, uh, fun to get canceled. Like, (laughs) I want to get canceled in little ways. Maybe not in big ways, but like getting canceled in a relationship. Like, then you get to have your 
what's the word? Like your redemption yeah. arc? An experience. Like Ex- you just actually go through the human trials and tribulations. Like yeah. that's living. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get to feel sort of like a little transformation within a relationship. You get to be reborn like over and over and over again. Yeah. Which I think people want. Like that seems to be the point of like that's people are seeking catharsis anyway. You're going to have catharsis like whatever right. you do. Yeah. If you stay either, home alone, you'll have it you'll ha- also. It'll just yeah. take way longer. It'll take longer. It'll feel bad. Yeah. Uh, I feel like people will... People will seek out big feelings as much as they try to tell themselves like they never want to feel anything again. They're, they're going to do something. So you might as well have these big feelings where you're transforming and like. Yeah. Like in front of you as opposed to just like, yeah, happening themselves. Yeah. 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 Or just in ways that make you feel like shit. Yeah. Like it would be what a delight to apologize to someone you love. Like what a delight. For real. And and <laughs> also, yeah, like the shame hangover of like, I do this wrong. Mm. It's just not an accurate story because everyone does it wrong. Essentially, you just have to like pick people that you can do it wrong with, I think. Who are at least will like accept it and maybe even like make fun of you a little bit. Yeah. Wow. And not fucking idiot. It's that big of a deal. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. 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 Having like a sense of humor about like having a sense of humor about the toddler within you who is still a big, huge baby and like gets hurt really easily and like. Um, closest down. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. And it's like, you're being a little bitch. Like, yeah. you're being a little baby. Now say and I sorry. I think it's great. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> it's great, but we need to move on. Yeah. Okay. So this shows your, this is really interesting. So this shows your conscious self. This is like your goals. And this is your unconscious. So in the conscious self, the reverse high priestess. So when she's upright, she is kind of what we're talking about, very psychic. She's the ultimate, like, divine feminine receptivity, mystery, allowing things to go at their own pace without acting. There's passivity with her, which is seen as a negative almost all the time. It's like, um, even the word negative is seen as negative, mm-hmm. even though that's like what she represents is like negative space. But she is very much about creative potential. She wants whatever is there to kind of flower. She's like, you know, you don't always have to act. You can sometimes just shut the fuck up. Yeah, (laughs) because it'll flower anyway. (laughs) Because it'll flower anyway. You would just wait and let it it happen. Reversed, I think. Ooh, that's so creepy that that just went out when I flipped it. Yeah. Um, Reversed, I think, is like trying to, this conscious desire to, act a little more like I think this probably comes naturally to you like high priestess energy is something you probably sit with pretty easily and I think reverse to trying to be like well I'm gonna like maybe come out a little more you know what I mean like I'm gonna be a little more electric rather than magnetic right do you know what I mean yeah does that make sense yes it's like desire to come out a little bit more yeah um and in the unconscious position kind of uh doubling down on that eight of wands uh, so this shows a card that has eight wands that are just like flying through the air. Um, wands do represent passion. They represent like sex and they represent the groin and like fire movement. I often do think of this as like eight dicks flying through the air. Like that is <laughs> typically like I'm just what it looks to, to magnetize eight dicks flying through the air. A little, I mean, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little bit of like 
let's fuck. Like, or, you yeah. know, there's a little, you know, there's a little bit of like, let's go. Like, let's do this. Like, it doesn't necessarily always have to be sexual, but it's like, I'm I'm ready for messages to come in. I'm, And that could be psychic messages. It could be emotional messages, whatever it is. Passionate messages. You're open. Yeah, and that's, that's true. You know I think I mean? that is true, yeah. Well, just because I feel like that's, in knowing how closed down I can be, yeah. I have been trying to figure out ways to, if I can't do the you know say the right lines to make it happen just like get my get myself right so that i can be open and at least feel like you know get that look off my face is kind of the way i would say it you know a little bit (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah seems like yeah so then deep down you know that has something to do with rashness that maybe you haven't experienced in the past specifically to like there's been rashness in certain areas but not in this area Mm-mm, never in this okay. area okay yeah. yeah interesting so a beautiful future near future the sun what a sweetie mm-hmm. he's riding on his white horse i mean this is pretty um hard. this is hard to skew negatively in any way i always say with this card the sun just kind of comes along is like hi like i'm great like <laughs> how are you you're great too like it's it's kind of basic like it's kind of a basic bitch yeah. like it's very much like let's have a great time like I'm a star and like so are you and like isn't everything wonderful and haven't we never been hurt and like and it really does like it is the sun like the sun rises every day and it's like ah like how how's everyone been like I've never seen the night I've literally never seen the night yeah and I don't know what it's like to walk through the dark like the sun knows nothing of the dark night of the soul like it it's it doesn't even it's not even aware that its absence is what like brings it along so there's this sense, I think, for you that the voice you can listen to to know the truth about how you should move forward in romantic relationships is that is the one that's the most joyful. Like you can actually follow the happiest notion that you feel. Yeah. If that makes sense. It does. Like joy is actually the thing. To follow. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny, too, because I do picture the sun as like, of course, very joyful, but not like, not like the more jackass um, uh, people that are like good vibes only, like that. You know what I mean? Like the sun is not like good vibes only. That's not the sun's deal. The sun also can feel really can feel despair, but it's sort of. Um, I think it's because the sun knows is enlightened enough to understand that that's a necessary part of joy and stuff like that. Yeah, is the is the balance of it. Like you have to know there's dark out there to know how great that card is. Yes, it's weird because I was just talking about there. I had therapy this morning, and I was oh, like, "This perfect. is going to be." I love when people do this. This is going to be a nice one-two punch <laughs> of like getting all tenderized. But that's what, something I was talking about of the habit, this weird old habit of being magnetized to people who make problems or who who declare that I'm problematic in some way. And then my instinct is like, I can't have that. So I have to fix it, perform to convince them otherwise or all these things as opposed to going, that's exhausting. Wow. Peace be with you. Like, wait, can I ask a little bit more about that? Mm-hmm. So they they criticize you? Is that what happens? Yeah. Or like, I guess it's the kind of thing of like, say, if there's five friends then the person I'll remember to have dinner with is the one that I have fights with the most because <laughs> it's like placate, please okay. make sure because if they have a complaint about me, that complaint goes straight into the fact file as opposed to 
maybe they're going through something. Maybe there's something I don't know that they're not comfortable talking about. And I think in relationships, it's that times 50, Mm. which makes me not trust myself. Got it. Because it's like then my picker is broken, essentially. Yes. Yes. Okay. So it's almost like you have needing to fix something that's some that's resonating on some trauma that's some trauma resonance yeah i think so so you'll start so that's familiar to you yeah okay so that's so there's this sense that when i feel that trauma vibe you are feeling something Mm -hmm. and it feels like love right right like or relationship or relationship or connection like this is how it works yeah yeah okay that totally makes sense okay so so you're trying to shift to this new feeling of like, no, actually feeling good is connecting. <laughs> feeling good is good. Yes, exactly. The connection. Feeling good is good. Like I, the connection should be one that nurtures as opposed yeah. to drains or becomes like one more task on the list kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it can feel scary too. So it sounds like fear will go along with feeling good. So, yeah, for so sure. Feeling good is good and it'll make me feel bad. Because it's brand new territory. Yeah. Okay. That sounds like the sun to me. Um, So moving up the staff here. So these kind of, this is the more like feminine part of, you know, it's like the vaginal looking part. Um, Mm -hmm. And this is like the creative aspects of what's going on. This is the direction it's pointing you. Like the, here's the system. Here's the singleness of purpose that we're going up the staff now. Queen of Swords, this represents you. I get it. A uh, person who wields her words well, and she can see through all bullshit. She is <laughs> very funny. Um, she's taken her a lot of times with the Queen of Swords. She's she's taken her misery and tr- alchemized it into wisdom. Essentially, is the Queen of Swords. Mm. So she's very able to. She's very understanding, but she's not really going to let anyone get away with anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, um, I actually usually think of Twitter when I think of the Queen of Swords, like <laughs> like funny women. That's like what I think of with the Queen of Swords. Yeah. Um, very able to tap into the truth at any moment, essentially. Truth of what's going on. Sometimes it's connected from her heart. I think she thinks she sees the Queen of Cups. That's the heart-based queen. It's kind of a pushover and sort of like lame yeah Uh, (laughs) so that's the 90s though that's what the 90s 90s did to us it's true we're trying to move down from the mind down to the heart to the groin to the feet um great so you know she's great she's very inspiring the moon this is your environment that's interesting to see. I might pull a couple clarifying cards for that because the moon, both upright and reversed, is pretty confusing. Like, I wouldn't get the sense that there are a lot of people in your environment currently in regards to romantic relationships that might know what the fuck they're doing. Like, I don't get a sense that they know what the fuck's going on. Um, I'm curious. I'm just going to pull two cards to see if they want to tell us anything more about that okay you got some defensive people <laughs> and some people that don't want to make choices <laughs> and <laughs> some people that are too hard on themselves okay so uh, i mean i don't love this playing field for you i would say mm-hmm. um but you know things come and go i think probably the next uh, what season are we in we're like wrapping up summer mm-hmm I think fall might be a, a bit of a 
awash is what I might say, but it won't be really about you. I think that there are just people that are like, I always think of this card, the uh, seven of wands, this Joseph's figure that's standing up with his wand and he's like trying to battle these other guys, people that get in their own way all the time. Cause you can't really see with this card, there's, he's fighting six wands, but you can't see anybody holding them. So it's like, are you really, is anyone even there? Or yeah. are you just like hitting wands or starting fights with you? You know what I mean? Um, reverse seven of cups too is very like a dreamy, being paralyzed by too many options. Um, when it's reversed, it can sometimes mean someone's finally like coming out of a haze and making a choice. But I, I don't think that's in, in this case, I think it's more like people not being sure what to do. I mean, reverse ace of swords is usually like telling yourself a story that's too harsh and it's like keeping you from opening up essentially. Mm. So that's kind of an interesting, I think that's why the sun is coming up and why you're almost being called to embody the sun is because people, people be wiling. Like they don't <laughs> know what they're doing. Like no one knows what they're doing. Like, yeah. uh, and it's almost like you're reaching a point where weirdly like you're more not weirdly that's like I'm not trying to slam you but like <laughs> you know you're the more together one or you're the one that actually is more grounded and able to be kind of roll cheerfully along and not engage in someone's horseshit yeah basically yeah. like you no longer have to fix or like um take what's given mm -mm. yeah that's or let an old them habit. tell a story right yeah. I don't know if that's something that you've experienced, like taking on someone else's story about you. To entirely. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to do that anymore. You can be like, that's a really interesting thing to say to me. <laughs> like, Bye. Yeah, no, really. <laughs> like, yeah. really. Yeah. And then they'll probably usually come back. Hopes and fears. Interesting. So this is the two of swords. She holds her two swords over her chest. She's blindfolded. She's got the ocean behind her a little, little choppy. Nothing gets in, nothing gets out. Mm -hmm. She um, she is at a standstill because she's trying to hear what she's saying to herself without any external input. She doesn't want to know what's going on out there. She doesn't really trust them. She doesn't trust them to know what's going on. She says, a quiet heart is going to lead to a clear mind. If I can hear what my heart is saying, I'll be able to move forward. It's interesting that it's a hope and a fear that you might both want to feel this way, like sort of meditative and like, everyone shut up. I need to hear what I'm, you know, hear what I'm thinking. But it's also a fear that you don't want to be closed off, right? So there's like connection, connection-based stuff, but also you want to connect, but you also want to like know what you're really thinking and feeling. Yeah. So usually with this card, I say it is good to know what's going on. It is good to meditate and hear where you're at. But she holds her sword so high, it makes her breath shallow. She can't really breathe. Mm -hmm. She can't really see her enemies coming. She's blindfolded, so the weapons wouldn't even help her. Yeah. So it's okay to do that every once in a while, but they've got to come down. It's, it can only be for a moment. Otherwise, it's sta there's stagnancy there. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Yes. Well, because I feel like with the change, mm. things being new and different, then it is that thing of like, well, then I have to do it right. And mm -hmm. I have to like think it through perfectly, and then the, if the, if this is the new way, then I have to do the new way correctly. So yeah, that would that would make sense of like 
wanting to do it that's on my own terms, mm-hmm. I guess. There seems to be, an, uh, it might be important to know that you can't walk the wrong paths. That might be something that is needed to really know that there's no wrong way to do it. I know that's cliche. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is it cliche? No, I don't uh, think it is. <laughs> I don't know why it feels cliche to me. Or maybe just really, really hard to believe that you can't yes. walk off your path. It's just not possible. Yeah. Um, it is possible to meander. Like, it's possible to be, like, to take a minute to get where you're supposed to be. But you can't, like, do it wrong. Mistakes are information. Mm-hmm. So you'll get, you're just going to get more info. Everything you do, you're now free to experiment. And I don't think scientists typically are like, God, I hope I don't do it wrong. It's like, I mean, it may, <laughs> they probably are. But I think in your case, you can you can view it as more like experiments where um, you have a hypothesis and you're going to test it. I think I like this person. You know, I'm going to try it. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. okay, that didn't work. That didn't work. Okay. And there's then there's less judgment on yourself of like, oh, I fucking did it wrong. Like, it's, I don't think that's right. right. I don't think, I think that is untrue, actually. I don't think that's true. You know, that makes me think of is the thing they say where it's like it's when people get really discouraged in dating because it's like I just keep dating the wrong person. And it's like, yeah, that's what everyone does until you find the right person. And it's basically it's a one one (laughs) hundred, you know, like score for yourself, which the first time I heard that I was like, wow, that's like it's you're not supposed to make it work perfectly with every person that you go out with. It's all testing yeah it's all experimentation basically I kind of wonder where it even came from of I don't quite know where the right where that other notion came from I assume advertisements yeah or like the 40s when you just married the first person (laughs) you dated it because you wanted to have sex maybe or that kind of like the make it work because you're already in it weirdness that is very foreign to us now I don't know it's weird, though, because sometimes I'm worried we swung too far. It's hard to know because now it's like, well, maybe there's somebody else. Like, maybe this isn't the right Right. I, that, people think that constantly now because of, yeah, because they can just go on an app yeah. and find a different person. That's bad, right? I don't, I mean, I guess so, <laughs> but I feel like I know people that have, like, married the first person they found on an app because both of them were in the exact same mindset of, like, I have to do this. I don't want to, mm-hmm. but there's a chance. Like, I want to at least throw my hat in the ring and then the other person is opposed to like hook up or whatever the other person was like oh god I don't want to do this so I think it's you know possible but I like that idea that it's not that it's more like the experimentation I guess is way the way I'm interpreting it is like that I get to like st- put my foot in the dating pool again and like really start to try to do that in a way I've never done it before because it you know I've just always done it in the weirdest way. Well, yeah, you're like a baby. That's not what I should no, but have it's a true. visual for dating. <laughs> not for dating, but it's true. <laughs> yeah. So you're toddling around and babies fuck up all the time. And they're very vulnerable. And they're very vulnerable, but everyone loves them. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, look at that baby on yeah, that horse. Yeah, baby on horse. <laughs> yeah, they parade and they're like, every- actually, what's really funny, too, is like, Everyone loves babies, but really babies think everyone loves them. Like, they're just like, I'm a baby. Like, you gotta love me. Like, yeah. It's very, like, 
So there's this sort of, somebody told me recently that the best mindset to have is everyone loves me and I have everything I need. Yeah. Which is like a sort of hilarious like thing to tell yourself, but that is sort of like how babies are. It's like the ultimate confidence of like, I'm going to get taken care of. Like if yeah. I'm, if I sit on the ground too long, someone will pick <laughs> me up. Or all you know. like fucking scream about it. Yes. <laughs> Where sometimes, yeah, in the when I get very dark and negative about that stuff, it's like no one's ever coming and it's over. Mm. Like the ship sailed, mm-hmm. which is horrifying and yeah, and also entirely inaccurate. But yeah, if it's actually sort of a way to try to control, because if okay, I found my answer. The answer is no one's coming. Yeah. Great. I'm done. I don't have to worry about it anymore. Oh, this is familiar. I know giving up. I've done this a ton of time. I'm the most negative baby of all time. <laughs> I'm just picturing like a two-year-old Karen like, that baby, has she given up? She gave She's up. only two years old. God, that's dark. <laughs> you can tell she's just lying down. <laughs> uh, overall outcome... Reverse double. I love to see it. Really? I love to see reverse double. It's the chain's falling off. When he's upright, you know, scary dad bod devil, like, <laughs> that chaos, is not that, right? yeah, chaos. No one will love me. I'm worthless. Everything I do is wrong. Um, there's a hole within me that can never be filled. Um, I have to, whatever it is, fill this with drinking. I have to fill this with sex, blah, 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 blah. Um, he's a liar. Lies, lies, lies. That's his <laughs> deal. Uh, he asks you questions like, what if you, have you ever considered if you're like a pedophile? Have you thought about that? <laughs> like, he's just like whispers like the weirdest <laughs> shit of like, so, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm just like, why am I thinking this? This is so weird. <laughs> so he just loves that. I mean, I appreciate him in that regard where he's the only person willing to explore shadows. Like, oh, he lives there, I guess. He's yeah. like, I'm here. I'm the only one bold enough to be here. Everyone's afraid of me. Um, has his two little minions here that are humans that have their chains around their necks. But with this card, I always like how loose the chains around their necks are. So it's their decision. They could pull them off and walk away. Yeah. Whenever they want. Yeah. Which I believe is what's happening now. So I actually like to see the reverse devil because it validates how much you've gone through. Like there are other cards where you're like, it's a new day. It's a new dawn. Even the sun is kind of like that. But it doesn't quite validate how much you've gone through. And reverse devil to me is showing that, like, you went to hell and back. Hmm. That's reverse devil yeah. to me. Yeah. So this is the outcome of all of this. I love if it. that makes sense. You went to hell it and does. back and you were granted the sun. You were being granted the sun. Wow. So that's... Those I are mean, my thoughts. Those are wonderful cards. I think they're beautiful. Uh, my... I mean, my only thought is that I don't know if there's someone currently right now that might be in your field, is my guess, like from this environment position. Mm-hmm. But the sun is so long lasting. It's usually like a, a, a card that affects you for months. So I think this is going to be a very joyful and enlightened time, even if like some of the dates maybe in the next couple of weeks are like, whatever that was. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. It, it's there's there's a long arc here probably till like January of feeling excitement like a super baby <laughs> like a super baby <laughs> on a horse I like it 
Do you have any questions about any of these guys? I mean, I have to say when you flipped the tower, I You're like my that. heart Aww. stopped. Mm-hmm. Because a long time, my friend Bradford, who's, who also reads tarot cards and is, we used to do it a lot. And there was a time where he pulled the tower and he was kind of trying to talk me through it. And it truly, it was like the last thing I remember before a decade of terrible mm-hmm. things started happening. Mm-hmm. And it, it now in retrospect, first of all, it all needed to happen. And some of the things were like, thank God they happened. But at the time, truly were like, it's all ending. So that card's always kind of scared me in that way where it's like, oh, you know, something yeah. horrible is about to happen and I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like the idea. I mean, if that's what you're saying. This that- to me is placement in the heart. This is the heart of the matter. Mm. So this goes along with. This is this is more like the deck reframes your question. So it's sort of like so it's sort of like saying this the way it's positioned is sort of like I think I'm taking a new step into a new area with trust. Is the tower close behind? Like yeah. that's the, that's this is more like the question. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So it's not necessarily this is not predictive. Right. The sun is what's in the sun is more. So it's almost like that's my fear. Like Correct. that's why I don't have three more bricks down yeah. basically. <laughs> Yes. Amazing. I hope that assures you. It does. It's really good. It's really good. That makes me very happy. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being brave and bold and <laughs> having your you. cards read. How yeah. can people find you out in the world if they want? I'm just on Twitter, uh-huh. um, trying to make the world a better place on Twitter. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> My friend and I were laughing about that, how like sometimes you log onto Twitter and it's like the worst thing you can do for yourself all day and it's all bad news. Um, and so, so, you know, I'm the one that's trying to post gifts that are like, I just found a gif of a guy. I don't know if you saw that a guy lined up probably like 30 Cheetos on a treadmill on the, on the floor of a treadmill and then laid down and <laughs> turn, had it turned on. So they all just go straight into his mouth. <laughs> and then I just posted that and said, humanity is beautiful. <laughs> that's the kind of work I'm genius. trying to do out in the world. Please someone find her. She's not allowed to release this for 20 years. <laughs> Do you see the magic of this art for women in 2050? Well, everyone, please go follow Karen, listen to Karen, buy her book, ask her out on a date, maybe. (laughs) Should I say that? Maybe not. Ask her out if you know her, and if you're interested, and if you're age appropriate. And if you're interesting. And if you're interesting and funny. And you like babies. And you like babies. Am I a pedophile? (laughs) Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.